Hey guys, what's up? Ozzy here. Um, look, I just want to put a little disclaimer at the start of this podcast. It was a success, a great show. Um, just a heads up, Baz and I were both feeling quite unwell, so there's times in the podcast where it goes silent, where we get a little bit lost. I do apologize, the cadence and flow is not all there, but please, I give it a go. It, it was a great success, we had a great conversation, we hit a lot of good points, a lot of good topics. Baz was an awesome person to talk to, so please sit back, relax, thank you very much for supporting the show, and uh, enjoy what's ahead. If all you know how to do is fucking slide canceling on Modern Warfare, but you don't know how to hold a fucking conversation and know how to show love and know how to provide worth, nobody fucking gives a shit about you. Okay, you slide canceling nerd. How about you slide cancel into some bitches? Okay, for real. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode three of the First Person Creator Showcase podcast. Oh, man. Oh, I'm very what excited for this frame. one. I what a frame. <laughs> what a frame. I am very, very excited for this. I am your host, as always. I am Ozzy Menace, uh, but you can just call me Josh. That's probably better. Um, I am with a very, very special guest today. You all know him. You all love him. I am with the great, recently married, congratulations, by the way, the great, the Twitter Appreciate god, the, the the father of the AIM community. I'm with Bazin. Bazon. Well, how have gotcha. you said yeah, I mean, whenever people people hit me up and ask me that all the time, and I just say I take whatever, Bazin, Bazon, like, I don't know. People get, like, too uh, caught up on that. Well, I'm going to be Baz. That's a very Australian name. I'll take that. So, congratulations, Baz. You have been awarded the Honorary Australian. Might be called Baz. I appreciate it. Yeah. Gotcha. What was it? There was somebody else named Baz in the gaming community. And I don't like him because he took, well, I followed him for two years. He never followed me back. I think he's one of Eternity's friends. I know. Yeah, he is. He is. I tried to get the follow back. I played with him quite a few times. He's actually a good So every single, no, no, he's probably really great. But every single time that um, Eternity posts a clip or something like that, him playing with him, I said, hey, you know, I tell him, I'm like, hey, had a great time playing with you, buddy. You know, so I take his shine. I take that, the Baz's shine. Yeah. The Baz is a bit different absolutely what was it how how i came up on that name i'm not going to be honest so like one inspiration uh you know who like childish gambino is yes sir so childish gambino got his name through a like a rap name generator so i was like fuck it right so i had this like i just pretty much went by blake right that was like my that's my name and so i'm like fuck it so i looked up an esports generator name because i always saw five letters right so i was like i really want a five letter name you know, and I was getting tired of Blake. And uh, what was it? At that time, I was on Rust on a duo server and I was teaming. I was like, God, I have to change my name because I'm a degenerate. <laughs> so I put in my name. You know, don't tell anybody that. I don't want to get banned from the Rust server. And uh, <laughs> so I put in, it got like Baron. And I'm like, oh, can I change like the Z? you know, change the R to a Z and then Bazin. I'm like, okay, so then you do like the Google search. Okay, how many Bazins are there, uh, right? And there's this like yeah. one German Bazin guy and he's old. He's probably going to be gone in a couple of years. I was like, I can take his spot. And then and then there's another guy named Bazin. He's like some rapper from like, a, like a, I, I don't know, some Eastern European country. I'm like, okay, he, so he's not going to pop. And then there's some like mobile game maker uh, that makes stick games named Bazin. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this all day. So that's pretty much how it uh, kind of came in true. Uh, 
Because to be fully honest, I've been doing like content creation or like making YouTube videos or being like, like watching YouTube, watching Twitch since I was like 16. So I kind of felt at that point in my life, I think 2017, 2016, 2017, uh, I was like, I've kind of felt like I need to mature and, you know, yeah, move couldn't forward. Be me, so I was like, I, I was like, I need a new name. So. Saying yeah, the words mature on this podcast, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a DGN podcast. <laughs> well, hey, I'll take it. What is it? Let me uh, kind of lift it up a little bit right here. Cause yeah, we're going to hit some like pretty good notes. I feel. Oh yeah. You need to strap in ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to be a long show. It's going to be a great show. Oh, there's so many points we're going to go through and it's going to be fantastic. But I want to start off the show with giving a special thank you to some very very uh, nice people that I, I have a lot of appreciation for that have reached out to me and they've uh, said some nice words about the podcast. So I want to shout out to Mr. Motorcycle, Flex, iFlex FPS, Jax and King Thanatos. I really appreciate your DMs, your tweets, and also Jump Up. Uh, you, it's been it's been a really, really kind thing to see. It's made my day. You've put out tweets saying, yo, I've been listening to the pod. I love these points that you hit. So the feedback, the, the, the love, it's oh, the love from everyone really, but specifically those people, Big shout out to them. Super kind. Um, follow them all the socials, like at, you know, Mr. Motorcycle, uh, ja uh, Very Crazy Jacks on Twitter. You, you'll see them. I follow them. So yeah, if you follow Aussie Menace TTV on um, Twitter, you'll see them there. I'm nervous. I'm getting nervous. I'm starting to jitter a bit because this, oh, wow. I'm so excited. This is huge. Ooh. How about you just go on a tandem or something? Let me breathe. I'm going to breathe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Actually, so uh, I've I'll already get... kind of... Oh, where are we hitting? We fighting? We fighting? Where are we going? We're going? I think uh, I tell you what, we'll, we'll get into what a little uh, word doc here. So questions for Baz, right? Tell me a bit about okay. yourself and what you do. Oh, man. Um, absolutely nothing. Um, I just weasel my way around things and then people give me credit for it. And then somehow I'm here. But who I am, um, who I am, who I am, who is Bazin, what makes me, man, I'm, to be fully honest, so I'm in that stage where I'm still kind of going through life trying to answer that right now. So there isn't like a specific thing of who I am. I kind of feel like I want to go ahead and uh, kind of keep it uh, pretty open just so anything can kind of open up right here. I'd say, no, absolutely, if there was something about who I am, I am the CEO of Australia Taco Bell Gaming. Right here, we're doing fantastic strives, moving on partnerships and activating the Australian youth on uh, what we would call probably sub below average Mexican food, but still good because it's the only thing that's open at two o'clock at night. And that's cheap enough because I've spent all my money on microtransactions. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, Bayesian BTW, who am I? Uh, you know, a behind the scenes person, a support to anybody playing FPS games, someone that understands, hey, I'm not going to sit here and make it. I'm not going to be the top tier gamer. But I have so many great friends around me, so I've been able to work with them, develop with them to the point where here I am as a brand director with Skypad right here, uh, actually a co-owner of uh, Revosect, developed from so many different spaces to the point where, uh, you know, 
who who I am. Who you think Bazin is is most likely who who I am right there. If that was a good answer. Fantastic answer. And uh, I've watched your growth over the past two years. The things you, you what you've evolved into and the things you've accomplished is no no uh, small feat. You are, mm. I, I would say, directly responsible for the success of a lot of people. And I'm, I'm telling you right here, right now, if it wasn't for Bad sending me a DM saying, hey, I would think you would be a great addition to this community project I'm working on. If he didn't reach out with that DM, I quite simply would not be doing this. I would not be doing it. My Twitter would not be where it is. So, Baz, personally, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, I will... I will add on to that, right? Anybody that like takes advice or brings anything in, right? You can sit there. Uh, a lot of people might be scared about like giving out advice or giving ideas and anything like that. Nine times out of 10, people do not activate on anything that you tell them. They just take it in, in one ear, out the ear, and then they already have something that they want to talk about, right? So you might have somebody that might push you forward on like giving you advice or helping you out, but it's really on to you to actually activate it, move forward and do it. Uh, because I'll, I'll sit here and, you know, activate Ozzy in his space, but there's been about 50 other people that I've probably said the same thing to and where are they, you know? So shout out as to I said, you. As I said, the, oh, thank you very much. As I said, the, uh, the father of the AIM community, it's quite simple. He's the big dad himself. Yeah, the the mercy pocket of the AIM community. All right, so tell me a little bit uh, of your history of FPS gaming. FPS gaming, it's, uh, it's 2009, Christmas Day, waking up, Xbox 360, World at War, playing the oh. campaign the whole night, yes. hitting zombies, freaking out, you know, lying to my friends that I got to around 100, right? And, uh, you know not even getting past the the normal you know letters and stuff like that and looking at my dad i'm like dad we uh we need internet right now i i don't know <laughs> what this is but we need internet i need to play multiplayer this is amazing so he gets me internet just like the fucking spoiled little bitch i am i go on there i have no microphone friends making fun of me you know, like they're they're whispering stuff like because they can say it and I can't because I'm too broke to get a microphone. And from that point on, from like 2009, it just exploded from there. And going from like 2011, moving to PC with a lot of Team Fortress, uh, a little bit of like CSGO, not CSGO, sorry, like CS um, Source, uh, mainly for like the party games and stuff like that. I never... You know, and I, I kind of played FPS, but I never, I never like started using like mouse and keyboard until like Overwatch, like actually trying to get better, or like Black Ops Four. And uh, okay, so you still, you still kind of fresh. I'd say fresh, uh, but like, I mean, in a way, I mean, 2018, four years ago, I guess it is. Yeah, I've been on, I've been on the keys uh, two years now. I was always a controller mm -hmm. peasant. <laughs> I was we always I was had awful to start on it. somewhere. Yeah. I was awful on it. But hey, I'd probably be a lot better now with the overwhelming strength of Amos, but that's a topic for another day. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I can't. What was I, I, I got my girl a PS5 and, and I just try. What was I, I'll have Call of Duty on there and I'll just try it. I'm like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I, I can't do it. I'm, at all. It's so non intuitive. Like, it, it, uh, Mouth and Kim is so much more mechanical. It's more. 
we have our whole arm, really. But I don't know. I just feel a lot more comfortable using both of my dumb arms to flick my my uh, virtual gun around. Hey, but then you have people like Nate Gibson where he's, uh, you know, rocking both of them, right? Uh, that was an interesting video when he's playing controller and mousey keyboard at the Nate same time. Nate Gibson that was is, fun. Not, he is not human. Mm-hmm. He's not a human person. I refuse to believe it. He's that good. I, I, I will say the one of the most interesting things, and I'll, I'll hit like emotional DMs with TGD a lot of times where I'm like, man, I'm going to be honest. Like, I can't believe, like, I remember in 2017, 2018, like watching your Modern Warfare 3 stuff. And now, you know, I sit here and talk to you on a weekly basis. I'm like, I just, I have to just sit here and tell you how much I, I appreciate your time and being a part of your, your pathway, your career, your life. Like, it's just awesome. You know, working with him with RevoSect, with Skypad, it's just like, it blows my mind. That's awesome. Because That's I've been awesome. watching, I've been watching YouTube, like, you know, since 2009, you know, in, in the shit. I mean, 2000, 2012, 2013, I was partnered by, uh, if you if you ever know who Monster Cat is, yes. Music. Oh my god, that's a yeah. Throwback. Well, yeah, Monster Cat had a gaming organization, so I was partnered on YouTube with Monster Cat Gaming back in Ooh. 2013. Oh yeah. Whenever I had like uh, yeah, whenever I was doing my YouTube channel, like back in the day when you had the banner and you could have like <laughs> the clickable links and stuff like that. Man, early yeah. YouTube was so good. I would, I, I'm not kidding, I would have thousands, right I would have like, at least, at least like 10,000 hours of just watched YouTube content, from like, the span of 2012 to 2014, it's insane, I used to binge that shit. I've been paying, I've been paying for YouTube Premium since like, Boom. 2017, I don't care, if, if I can sit here and watch my creators with no ads, and give them money, like, I suppose. Yeah, no. But I'm paying for one too many things, it. and YouTube Premium is just not going to make the cut. Fuck that. Although I'd love to be able to listen to music in the background, because there's some songs on YouTube that I can't find on Spotify. So, might eat my own words. Who knows? But, different topic. What are your favorite first-person shooter games? Both past and present. Like, what are you playing now, and what do you what do you come up with? Well, I, I wish I could play Overwatch too. I've been playing <laughs> the menu. Uh, oh, so that's been... It's been great. Um, I'd say right there, it's going to be, you know, like the Apex Call of Duty. Can't get into tech FPS. My ADHD just does not allow me to move slowly. Um, especially oh rocking with the with the Skypad. It's just, it just, I don't know what it is. Uh, Apex, I was doing Apex for a while, for a while. Especially coming back from ALGS, I was just like addicted to it. Um, but for like all time, like FPS games, um, it, it's going to be like the hero shooters, of course. So it's going to be in the genre of Overwatch, but like TF2 right there, like um, 2012 to 2015, there was a lot of great memories where you could like play, uh, I guess, competitively or try hard or whatever it is. Then you had the party modes and then certain things like that. TF2 was like, there's a, there's a lot of ideology behind that where um, like you have a game like... Uh, Perfect way to explain it. You know, like uh, the Gundam game that came out, right? Yep, yep. Gundam Evolution. So, 
like that's the general sense of like Overwatch, the hero shooter, right? One one concept where like if you can take a character and put them black and white and put them in a silhouette, if you see the character and you know who it is, um, that's good game design because if you see like if you see like for TF2, you've played TF2, right? A little bit in the past. A little bit, so you know heavy from TF2. When you see the silhouette of heavy, oh, you know it's you him. Autom- you know it's him. You know what what gun he has, what abilities he has. So your brain already adapts to the playstyle of okay, I'm not gonna kill him. I need a backup, right? So when games can can deliver that kind of experience where it's that subconscious, that's a good fucking game. Where it's a lot more than just the mechanical sense itself. Um, so Overwatch. For me, he's taking it a little bit more polished, uh, a lot more experience. Yeah, so sorry, yeah, yeah. Well, I, here's right a now. here's a um a spicy take. It's not really a take, but it's just I have never played Overwatch. I never played it once. And uh, TF2, I dabbled in it a tiny bit, but yeah, hero shooters, I am yeah. still super green on. I've never actually given them a proper go, and I'm kind of falling for the uh the overwatch 2 bait because i really feel like installing that and giving it a go because at the moment it is free to play yeah at the moment i I can't do call of duty i I don't have the time to keep up with these tiktok kids i don't have the energy uh yeah i mean the biggest issue right now while i was i was sitting there playing it today i was talking to a friend i was like it's so there's so much to it right now where like new people coming in it's going to be like sensory overload where you just gotta like go like whenever i try to get a race like in in uh overwatch like he's insta logging uh soldier i can't get him to play another character like that's all he's playing because it's just click and shoot um but yeah i mean hey hey, i mean the grass is always greener you know yeah i'll have to give it a go i'm gonna stream it i'd say it's worth it say it's worth it people love the backseat game so You'll yeah. hit those viewers for sure. Absolutely. Right. Here's a here's something I'm very excited to talk about. Tell me about the origins of Bread Gang. What what, okay. what drove you to come up with that idea? Okay. Um so I'm on Twitter, right? I I have like a year of me doing like small streams, playing Black Ops 4, like I played Black Ops 4 so much, the only thing that I gained was 100 pounds and then a vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> like, nothing good came out of that, right? Everything was just D. going horrible. Uh, and that was, like, the most sunken place I've ever been in right there. And then, so so at that point, I'm so connected. I'm, I'm like, okay, but well, it's kind of hard to connect with people. It's kind of hard to to grow. Like, I don't really understand Twitter, don't understand social media, like connecting. And I'm seeing people like, I, I remember watching Razanon back in the day in Black Ops 4, and he had his good stream, and I was enjoying like what he was doing. And then I remember seeing... I remember seeing people back in the day, like when they would like hop on Black Ops 4 and get like the 10, 20 uh, viewers on Twitch. I'm like, yo, those guys are huge. Those guys are huge. I'm like, how do you even do that or whatever? But biggest thing that happened, so I'm on Twitter. I've always been a consumer of content. I don't actually do anything. So I was like, you know what? I have like a whole bunch of friends that I've gathered just from playing games. I'm like, let me just like start putting them together because Twitter's a lot more fun. I'm starting to notice when people are all together and start knowing stuff. So it was like, let me get like 
20 people that I had on Twitter that I met. I put them together. And then it kind of just like people were like following each other, having a good time, right? And it got up to like 30 people. And then I remember, what was it? Uh, uh, and, and, and the thing is at that time, you know, EXE came out. I was good friends with a lot of people on the team before EXE came out. So because of that, I was able to like kind of have that emotional connection because I was like, yeah, these are my friends. And then I started meeting more people. And with that, I started kind of building up bread. Bread Gang was like this sub kind of thing of like EXE without EXE ever even knowing any of it, right? It was all the people that enjoyed watching it. And sorry for the ramble right here. No, no, this is the whole point. So like, much, rambles are encouraged. Bring it on. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm bringing people together. I remember Eternity was like, man, this is like a cult. <laughs> and I thought that was funny when he said that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It is a cult. So I was like, bread gang. I was like, everybody put bread in their bio. I and still the have whole bread in, was, in my name on Twitter to this day. I will never get rid of it. Even during the taco phase, I kept bread. Even even the taco phase, right? There was a little bit of a sellout phase. I'll take it. I'll take it. I can't believe but it. You said move over bread gang. Tacos are here. I, I collapsed within myself. I'm like, how fucking dare you? How dare you? I, tw- I tweeted, like, uh, I will defend the legacy of bread until the- my very last breath. And uh, Amy was like, yeah, so fucking based. I mean, I, you so almost lost this, Baz. Don't ever scare us like that again. I know, I know. Well, the biggest thing with that, I'm like, so, and then I was like, okay, okay, then there's more people. And then I thought, like, okay. Then I started like finding people that like brought like certain qualities to um to bread gang and I was like, you know what, here you go. Would you like to join this, right? And then you you were there. I'm like, hey, here are all these people. Follow, you know, this list of people and put bread in your bio and they'll follow you back, right? And it's like it's weird. I know it's weird, don't worry about it, right? So then I it went from like twenty people to fifty people to a hundred people, and then in total, like at the like at hundred and fifty like people just following each other, like in the discord and a lot of people don't know each other. And the whole plan was like, you're not going to know anybody. And this is why I told people, I'm like, you don't know anybody. You don't have to continue to follow them. Just give them a chance and only like things. If you like it, the plan was to bring everybody together and to get like, take someone that had maybe an average of three likes per post to like seven to 10, right? And when you have seven to 10 likes on a tweet, when you, and these are all like content creators, people doing their own thing. Um, what you do is you build the community and then you take your, your foundation you have. And then when you go out and get new people, people see it's a snowball effect. When people see that you're popping, people want to join in on the fun, right? So like you, I'm like, okay, hopefully you you get a couple more likes. So when you start making content, when someone finds your Twitter, oh, this guy has like 10 likes instead he, instead of being just the random shitter with no connections, right? That's just doing a so that's the idea. With nothing else. Yeah, and the and the probably the biggest problem, well, two big problems I'll tell you whenever it came to bed, breaking. One, there was some like people that were like not good people that were brought in, right? And I had to like really learn from that in that community sense because I always had a heart for people. So I always like to talk to them one-on-one and really try to fix that. But people just don't do that. And then as well, um, but then as well with that, uh, 
it's just, it, it became like way too much to manage because I'm like, okay, I'm at the top of this like weird thing, right? It's hard. Like there's a lot of bread representation. So if people are fucking off and they're doing cringe shit on the timeline, I'm like, this is reflecting on me. And it started hitting really fast. So I was like, okay, I got to really start this. And then at that point, right, let's say 100, 100 people are in bread gang, right? And then there was a couple friends of mine that were starting to make fun of bread gang. And they started this thing called in, inbred aimers that was making fun of two things, making fun of bread gang and then making fun of aim groups. And I'm like, this is funny. And then they didn't know that I thought it was funny. So I was like, let me run this. So I took that channel and then bread gang turned into 300 people. And in the span of two months, I think that Twitter that Twitter had two had a quarter of a million impressions Ooh. and f- had 500 followers on Twitter because it was just like this sh- like group of people like that were aimers that were making fun of aimers that were having a good time kind of playing into the joke and then um yeah th- and that's really where it hit like the top of it where it was like uh just managing all these people like in this weird way and like kind of uh, bread game will always be uh like a legacy thing obviously you're too busy now to run that but that was as i said a massive kickstarter for a lot of people and yourself as well oh I said, absolutely. like i wouldn't be here with that bread game because i went from like 100 yeah. followers to 300 in like a month and a lot of the people that i met through bread game i'm still interacting with i still play with on the regular yeah. that that was a plan it was never to be like the whole like uh the like the cringe kind of thing that you see on Twitter a lot where it's like follow for follow. It's like, okay, I know you have similar interests. How about you just join this, you know, join the fun kind of be it because you see bread on the, on someone's bio and you're just intrigued. What the fuck is this? Right. Just be a part of the joke, you know? And it was really nice. Like, like you said, and because bread gang is so tied with EXE and then now of course tied with Revosect, it's weird because now where we're at right now right? The expansion of everybody's social medias. We have a very tight community of people between COD and Apex and Valorant. And it's just like a really, it's a really cool feel. It feels like a, like a micro community of people, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I could go on for hours talking about bread gang, but for those who know, but not playing. So you went from Bread Gang and then all of a sudden Baz started exploding. So you became uh, very involved with Team EXA. Do you want to just uh, talk about that role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is how it happened. So like with, because back then, of course, I didn't have any kind of big responsibility. So at that point, I was like schizo posting. I'm talking about, you know, ketamine and a whole bunch of, whole bunch of random like crazy shit that I could think of. I would wake up, think of a tweet, I would save it. Any off-the-wall thought, I'd be grocery shopping, I'm like, you know, uh, any off-the-wall tweet, I would do it, I'd put it out there, it was getting really good reception, and I just started getting all these people. And then as well, like, what was it? From now I know, from now I know uh, the term impression tweets. Soar put out a tweet, Soar Gaming put out a tweet, about needing like a community manager and and uh there was this uh putting out a tweet about a community manager and i pretty much blew up the whole thing with all these vouchers it was like a year and a half ago it blew up and i'm like oh I my god like I, I have like 
200 likes. It was going crazy. I'm like, there's no way he didn't like see it, right? And at that time, you know, impression tweets, they don't actually, they already have someone picked out. They're just farming impressions, trying yeah. to yeah. gather the pool. And then I'm like, okay. So then I brought that, what was it? I brought that big blow up tweet to Raiden. I'm like, hey, Raiden. I'm like, do you guys need like a community manager? And Raiden's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, I, I would absolutely love to have you. And uh, it's pretty much kind of went and it's like, okay, we're going to go ahead. And I thought, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to join EXE, if I'm going to join like any kind of group, I was like, you have all these amazing players, all these people that, that I respect and really love. I was like, I got to be like the guy behind the scenes. Like as much as TGD is goaded at Call of Duty, I have to be goaded at Twitter. And what was it? The moment I joined on EXE, right? The moment that the introduction video, like that introduction, like meme got more likes than anybody else's introduction on EXE. I don't know if you ever notice. And everybody's, everybody, like a lot of people's impressions started going up when I joined uh, not because of like clout or whatever. There's so many bigger people. It's more about like, it's not about like the clout or how big someone is. It's about how people interact. And, and I was able to bring like an active community and, and teach people. I was teaching people how to be more active on Twitter, how to do certain things. So that's kind of how it happened with EXE. And then my main role on there was to handle the content. So it went from like posting like one to two videos on Twitter. I mean, not on Twitter, one to two videos on the EXE YouTube. It went to like seven, like in that month of me joining. Like, it was crazy. So you were very, very integral no part of the growth of Team EXE. Because the moment you joined, that uh, just exploded. I, I would say the integral part is not necessarily me, though. Like certain organizations aren't laying it out, but but there were certain structures in place like laying that foundation that kind of like uh, kind of didn't mix well with like old ways and stuff like that because you have the balance between, okay, are we like a content group or are we a friend group? And and I never, I mean, I'm going to assume between me and you, right? When you watch these people, you're like, oh, this is a lot more than just a friend group. This is something really special. Like this can really blow up. So while I'm coming in, like knocking out all these projects and really pushing hard and all these things, right? Uh, people were like, hey, like this is just like a thing that we like to do. It's not really more than that. So there was a little bit of a collide at the start. But there was a lot of mutual okay, respect yeah. to come out of, uh, like out of the communications, out of the arguments to come out of that. That's interesting. I had no idea it was kind of like that. Because I know that like, they'll focus on highlighting their, their players. But... um. I didn't know it was, uh, like, that doesn't, doesn't sound like they were reserved, but, um, it sounded like <clears> the, the growth was kind of unexpected for them, would you say? Like, they were just kind of, yeah, I mean, uh, just mates let's just shout out, let, let's give a big shout out to Slikini for that first, like, video edit. Like, when that edit came out with, like, the intro of the team, like, it was, it was such a amazing edit, it, it just, it made it seem larger than life, and it blew the fuck up. No one was expecting that. Well, what what really floored me was I remember this clear as day. I was at the gym. I was doing deadlifts, and in between sets, I'd go on Twitter. That's just my thing, right? And I saw the like the uh, announcement, like TMXE is coming to a close. It it floored me. Yeah. It was so unexpected because they were on the up. Like I thought this was going to go huge, and all of a sudden it just closed. 
and I'm pretty sure I know why. Um, if you want to get Actually, into that, I would love, I would love your, yeah, I would love your perspective on that. I think was it Nexus just didn't want to do it anymore. He just wasn't feeling it. Like, cause he, Nexus PC, insane player, but he did something that takes a lot of balls, and I, I have a lot of respect for him. He was blowing up Team Eggs, he was blowing up, and he thought. This isn't making me happy anymore. I'm not enjoying this as much. And he just stopped doing it. He went out and did the things that made him happy. Went out and did life. And um, all, all, all props to him. I mean, he's happy. Yeah. And now he's going to be able to come is, back to That's what I'm going to say right here. So I can there is, so, yeah. there is No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to like uh, communicate a little bit about this. Well, first off, for Nexus, right, to be able to gather, because he's the one, you know, with the, what was it? It was uh, Nexus, of course, like the main staple. Then you had people like Erase and Control and all the other guys kind of helping build everybody together. But Nexus was the one that really, like, did the scouting of br having, like, his brand and his audience to get people like the TGDs and getting everybody together to actually do that. Like, for him, from, like, the knowledge that I know now, for him to do that, is is actually pretty pretty crazy and commendable and it, it was just it was mind-blowing right there every single time that i had a conversation with him it was always fantastic he was always driven i guess the thing that sucked is just not even about like anything i uh, there was no point that he didn't love what he was doing just being being kind of busy and then as well like financially is probably the biggest kind of uh stake whenever it came to EXE is because, you know, one thing that, you know, I wanted to make sure like, Hey, editors and thumbnail artists need to be paid. Like artists need to be paid, right? Yeah. That needs to happen. We all need some tweet longer, like a month. So you got to think, you know, like 50 to hundred fifty to $150 per video. We're talking about five to $20 per thumbnail. Like at the end, we had managers, each manager throwing in money every single month to pay this. Even personally myself going from 20 to a hundred dollars a month just to pay out these things. It's not like that. We were getting money, right? We were like hustling and doing this and it was killing us, but we were loving what we were doing. And it, you know, I mean, uh, what was it? We have a whole, well, I still have like the old like format of the discord of all the like, you know, I'm big in like project management. So that's a lot what I do bring to like RevoSect and stuff like that. But like that same project management I learned from EXE. So like it was, the foundation was there. It was just a matter of not having the financials. And then, you know, uh, pretty much how it started out, like with Revosect, was me and Raiden were like, hey, uh, we really love competition. So me and Raiden were going to go to Revosect, not, not leave Team EXE. We we're going to go to Revosect and say, hey, we will build you a content team like EXE, and we want you guys to make a content team so we can have like two people propped up and we can have some good rivalry, make really good content with each other. Because they had like Strafe and Maiden and CX Robin at the time, yep. amazing Warzone players. We we're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and then it just kind of came to the thing of like, oh, like, and then we were going to Silk, we, we built, we built up like their battlefield team. There was going to have Silk and Nickel and, and everybody like that for their battlefield team. And it just kind of got to the point like, oh, wow, like Revelsec, you know, has some good sponsors. They have some funding. I'm like, hey guys, maybe this might be like the move for everybody, you know? Um, 
oh yeah, focus of course is going to be on um on there. But then it was just like, hey, you know, like hey, maybe this is a good move. Maybe we can go over here. We don't have to pay for edits no more. We can um we can try to get some people sponsored, uh, you know, like with with some people and kind of grow there, you know. And that's kind of how that big decision. Oh, of course, it's so never as simple as that. I had no idea. It was like that. Yeah, it's I never, thought it was just. It's like, never as simple. I thought it was just a team exe come to a close and Reversect absorbed. I didn't know the whole process was. Hey, let's start like a rivalry kind of thing, back and forth content, yeah. build each other up. I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. I had no idea it was like that. So that that's really interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of history behind the scenes that a lot of people do not know and. That's why I kind of, I, whenever I hear like the Nostalgia Free XE, of course, that's my baby. I'm still in the Discord. I still got the role. I'm still in everything, and it will always be my baby. But like everything that is EXE is still like within RA. There's just certain, like, of course, you know, not having three, three main people, like not being there. Um, Nexus, of course, being one. Um, Slikini being a huge one right there as an editor, and he's doing fantastic with he what he's doing so right now. so good. And then as well, if it, and then we have Mayhem, right? Mayhem was a huge help, like with, uh, of course, as a player. And then as well, like with management, me and him had so many uh, fantastic, like just late night talks. And it's just when when money kind of gets into things and stress and pressure, and then you have real life. It's just like it hits really hard and really fast. Yep, yep. I and, understand that. Yeah. And when you're when you're trying to drive the boat and you don't know who like you're driving the boat and you're like who owns the boat and where do we want the boat to go and you don't have that like you know where is the head direction gonna go it gets muddled you know like you have to have the top dog steering the boat and thankfully right now we have that at Revosect uh, and being like this is the direction we need to go we have our people our directors with different things and. Just a lot less pressure now. Yeah, it's a bit of but, weight off your shoulders while being able to still, you know, chase your goals. Yeah. And like, I, I, I remember putting out a tweet. Um, This was EXE days. I said, I'm, like, super committed to getting better at first-person shooter games. My dream is to one day join Team EXE. I remember Nexus commented, like, I yeah, I believe in you. I was like, holy shit, you know, that was that was huge. So I, I grinded, I grinded, I grinded. I know it's kind of cringe to grind for an org. But I was I was dead set like I wanted to join Team EXE because I loved it. I thought it was great. The community was awesome. The the members were fantastic. And then I, honestly, I was very I was I was very disheartened when I got the news that it was closing, like coming to an end. Yeah. And I was like, okay, here's okay, all right, kind of shooting my, I'm shooting myself in the foot here, digging myself a hole, right. Initially, I had a bit of resentment for Revisite. I'm like, they just absorbed my buddy. They absorbed my baby. My dreams are over. And then I eventually realized, holy fuck, Revisite is massive. This is fantastic. The way they run shit, especially with you. Yeah. It was, I was like, oh, I'm invested uh, and now. Not, 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 not even like, yeah, yeah. Not even with me. I mean, I, like, and of course, I know I'm going overkill and like showing their appreciation. But like, you have powerhouses. Like, you have Raiden, right? He's doing oh, yeah. fantastic with this Warzone content. That guy right there is a content machine going from oh. working, going to engineering school to to as well creating some of the best content with Revosect, even editing or just bringing people together. Um Raiden is I, I, like, and then, uh, as a, a content god. He's a content god. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have you have Raiden, and then you have a race as well. It's a huge, vital person with a backbone to actually get shit done. He's so busy actually behind the scenes that it sucks that he takes a, a step back from his own content, right? And I want him to continue to push forward. And you then you have people like yourself with the Discord. I have people like Echo, Sin Sinodote, right? Owner like the actual top owner of RevoSite has been amazing to work with. Uh, you know, there's always going to be instabilities. Then you have people like Nex, Nex, uh, the Apex player editor. His help editing has been just indescribable. Uh, you have Bali helping running the Twitter. You have Codex with the COD. I mean, I can just go down the list of all the amazing people that actually make this thing possible. You really hit the nail on the head. And I did not absolutely, I absolutely did not mean to discredit anyone else. Like I'm saying, oh no, 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 say, you're like, not. You're this is, you have a like, viewer perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like every team, ex oh, sorry, <laughs> Reversect is a very professional organization. The, the the way it's run is is fantastic. As you said, everyone has their own roles and they they perform it just perfectly. And I have Definitely not perfectly. Like, you I appreciate well. the. Uh... I, I love a race dude i i cannot fathom how professional he is he's a very professional person like he's someone you can really buy into as like like a, a genuine like businessman almost i love a race uh, that guy's a fucking idiot no oh, fuck that guy <laughs> no no but yeah no, like but i mean said, very, like, the, the, there's the so much there's just so much insane. texture to him yeah I, I love it it's a very 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 just very professional very awesome org and as i said like I, if I have one criticism of Revisect, it would be um, it needs more community involvement. But other yeah. than that, like, just go, yeah. go to Revisect on Twitter and just look at this. Follow everybody in Revisect and Revisect Red as well. We cannot forget. Re no, Actually, I appreciate do you want to talk about Revisect Red? I would love to talk about Revisect yeah, Red. Yeah, yeah, we, what, we what can absolutely on? say it. Was that from my Amy yeah, yeah, video? Yeah. I would say, well, let me let me answer just one more thing, and we can uh, switch over to Rebel yes, Psych Red because I really do love it. it w there has been a point where, like, now we are getting off the 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 steam of EXE like management members. Now we are now moving for like the new generation of people helping out with managers. Now we have more of a budget. We have more sponsors. So, like for me, I have not been paid a dime with Rebel Psych. It's all about like pushing out with the community, figuring out more. When we bring in new people, of course, we, like I said, for artists, for anybody, they need to get paid. Um, but yeah, yeah. But RevoPsych Red, the, the, new, the new edition. So there are people that you bring into like organizations, right, where they can be cracked out. They have the social media, they have the swag, they have the clout, whatever it is. But then you have to figure out, do they fit like a group of people? So like if I, if I bring people into the group chat, right, the Twitter group chat, the Discord and stuff like that, are they going to vibe with everybody? Is everybody going to vibe with them, right? And RevoSite Red is a, a wonderful way. And it sucks that it gets hit down on this, you know, kind of step down team because the, the, I mean, let's be fully honest, like the skill that most of the Revocite red guys are on par or even better than a lot of the Revocite main team members, right? Let's be fully honest. If anything, oh, yeah. like it's def it's definitely the thing where it's like, okay, you have these group of people that are brand new to social media and we have to give them the environment to grow and to do better. Like 
Brusky is a perfect example of someone that has taken advice, right, and then done amazing. You have someone like Popolinsky, right? Popolinsky, if you know who he is on Red, Popolinsky didn't even have a Twitter three months ago. I found him on TikTok. I made him make a Twitter. I told him how to tweet, how to post content, and now he has 800 followers. Woo. And he's doing crazy. Massive. So, like, Actually, if anything, oh, I... Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, um, yeah, uh, you talk about Brusky. I had him on our last episode, and um, he's in Robotech Red. And as he said, like, Robotech is not a step down. Uh, sorry, Robotech Red is not a step down. The players in Robotech Red are, as, are literally on par with main team, if not better. Because Brusky, oh. the things he can do with a keyboard and mouse is not human. And it was great talking to him yeah. because he told me, he went into detail about how Erase gave him advice on how to grow his Twitter, how to do everything, like, in terms of consistency and content. And uh, look at Brusky. He is blowing up. He's in the four-figure yeah, followers now. He's, like, his pinned tweet has almost 100,000 views. He's really hitting the... He, he's an algorithm so, master, too. He, he went yeah, to depth on that. He does it well. And you can, you can talk to someone like Brusky, and you can talk to so many people and give the same advice to so many people, and a lot of people flop, and that's why you have to really give Brusky even more, even more credit that he's been able to do everything activate it even better and do everything so amazing he's starting to understand his niche he's been opening up with his french language he's been adopting that in his social media so i think that's amazing um but it's just one of those things of like it's always going to be adopted especially like you have the things like from voltaic and other teams where they are like kind of step down teams but they probably don't like to position it so it's kind of sucks that because of perceptions of other things it gets put down as a step down team but you're absolutely right. But uh, what was it? We have a we have a limit on our Twitter chat, which is like 75. I think we're at like 70 people that are in our like RA Twitter chat, and it's just packed up. Now it's just even more of a reason why we gotta um, be careful on who we invite because I'm like I can't invite any more people. The Ferretto so, yeah. or um, Riverside as a whole. Or for, for 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 the for the main team. So main we have team, like yeah. the red Twitter chat and then the main team chat. Yep. Yeah. Let's, like I, I've said this a million times. Like my got my dream is to be in Riverside. Oh, what the hell what happened? I minimized you. Whoops. Sorry, stream. Oh, I had a little uh, brain fart there. Yeah, but my my like I have been beating a dead horse here. For those who know me, you know I'm 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 on that not grind, but it's a dream of mine, and I hope to accomplish it one day. And I love the the idea of red, like because so, so a lot of you may know I put out a video. This is a skit I did, uh, how long ago do you reckon? Like six, more than six months ago? I don't know. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I put a thing out. Um, just basically I went out like, yo, Rebosec, I'll be an aim intern. And that, that actually ex kind of exploded me. Like I've got, like I had a lot of, uh, interest on that. And, um, like I had a lot of followers from that too. Like I had Numb following me, or like Erase, Sin following me. I was like, holy shit, this could be a thing. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it. I'm gonna get, like I'm a very honest person, right? And I don't like to hold back. I don't like to say things. Like obviously, I'm yeah gonna say mature things, right? But I'm not gonna yeah. hold back my thoughts. I when I saw Reversec Red become a thing, and I wasn't a part of it, I was heartbroken because I was like, yeah, this is just like kind of a bunch of aim interns, and like that was my whole thing. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I was kind of like bummed out. And I was like, oh fuck, this is kind of this is rough, and um. Yeah, but now I know it's it's not just an aim intern team. It's literally like a second team. 
Like it is yeah, top like, tier e- players. Even at that point. Where um I I kinda say it all the time. <laughs> Pretty much what happens all the time is like I always say that Revocite Red doesn't have a basin, right? Like doesn't have because you can have people on a team, but who's gonna be the person to actually bring people together to play or to talk or to bullshit to make like all the inside jokes? And that's how I've always wanted because I always thought like Revelsec Red because it doesn't have the same like hourglass kind of people looking down on it. You can make more ridiculous tweets. You don't have to be as formal as the main thing. We're able to retweet more. So like, why not? Um, you know, just like play off that. You know, like we can make the same jokes like we did at EXE. We don't have to worry about those kinds of things. That's the one thing I wish to the point of like. Instead of trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to have the funnel system to bring people to the main team? How do I elevate the red team to that point where people are like, yeah, that's the fucking party right there? Spot on, man. Yeah. All right. We got, um, it's hard. Oh, we're kind of blitzing through these questions. We're getting a bit worried because we, we haven't even been going for long. But we do have a lot of tw- <laughs> uh, Twitter Q&A to go through. So that will also yeah. be a lot of great content. I'm looking forward to getting into that. Worse. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. You've you've gone into a bit of detail on Skypad. Uh, you did that in a lot of a lot in the pre-show. So tell me a bit more about Skypad. What your role is as brand director, and uh, what we can be potentially looking forward to in the future. Just anything you got that Skypad. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can start just like with the little beginning, like history. Uh, also, yeah. How did you become the brand director? That, also, that. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It was just pretty much. Skypad was looking for like a intern or a worker that would work one hour a day, work closely, kind of do whatever. I always thought it was social media management. And uh, there's a guy named Armin. He tagged me in it. And I'm like, oh, shit. So and then people started vouching. And then I started sending it around a little bit. And people started vouching for me. And then, of course, just like the sore gaming thing that I was talking about earlier, the whole Skypad like list, there were other people that were like commenting and stuff. And everybody was flooding the shit out of it. I'm like, oh my God, you guys are fantastic. And for me, I've been a fan of Skypad since like 2018. Um, No, no, sorry, not 2018. I apologize. 2019, 2020. I bought the 2.0. I'm like, this is fire. I was chilling out Skypad way before I was an employee. So then he just like randomly hit me up in the DM after I got all the vouchers. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey. Hey. And he's like, you know. Would you like to work? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I can pay you this much. And I said, well, I'm sitting here, like, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for a penny. And then I was like, I got to upcharge. I was like, no, sorry. I had to make myself a lead. I was like, sorry, I only can take this much. And then he matched it. I'm like, oh, man, this is the real deal. I'm like, holy shit. And well, That was uh, a bold move, but hey, it paid off. It was, it was a bold move. He could have told me to fuck off. I would apologize. I would have got on my knees and said, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'll take it back. I'll do it yeah. for free. No, no, no. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So, so like with that, uh, you know, I'm sitting here. Okay, social media management. I got it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then he was like, get me more sales in Spain. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? What does that mean? I like, I can't, I can't speak Spanish or anything like that. So I'm sitting here. 
I'm like going through Twitch. I'm pulling up Google Translate and everything like that. Uh, and I'm like, oh my god. So what was I'm heading up? And then this is where this is where Bread Gang really helped out. I'm really understanding the the worth of like networking. Ah, um, uh, I see where this is going. And I, I had some people in Bread Gang to actually help me. And like, hey, here's this 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 creator in Spain, right? And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So I was able to hit up those people. To send them a Skypad to like play on stream and do stuff like that. And then I'm like, oh man. And then as well, after that, I was like, God, then I started creating these lists of people that were already using the Skypad. I'm like, these guy people are already using the Skypad. They're already shilling. They're already getting people to buy it. I'm like, why don't we just like, where's the carrot, right? Where's the incentive here, right? I was like, let me try to find something to help, right? So then that's where the whole code system, the, the commission slash discount code. For any any small creators out there, right, as a person that, that, that pushes this kind of stuff, do not do any backflips for commission codes. They are bullshit. They are shit. Do not oh, do anything yes. for it, right? Do not do anything for it. And that's a big a thing that I learned where, because I was on the other side with Team EXE and Revosect and saw how bullshit that these things were, whenever I was going in talking to creators, I would tell them, don't worry about sales. I could give two shits. I appreciate you. I am honored to be able to give this. And then it turned out to be like for me, instead of like, you know, having an open sign up page for anybody to get, you know, the commit doing that, I was like, there's a chance I can make a community out of this. Like, like, like if you have the Skypad like code, uh, like you're in the Skypad club. I'm like, this is fantastic. This is a way that I can incorporate like their content to be able to put on the main stage. Like whenever, like if you go on the main Skypad website, like that little gameplay that goes down, that's CX Robin right there. Right. And he has the review and I'm like, this is such a fantastic way that I can learn that I can bring this back to the creators that I can grow with them. I can get new concepts. So like during this whole time, learning this perspective from a creator's perspective, from a Skypad perspective, I've been able to help a lot of people navigate uh, like creators. I've been able to help them navigate talking to other brands on like getting deals or talking to them. Or how to write emails. Like people hit me up all the time for any kind of, kind of advice. Like, hey, I have this company. I want to work with them. Like, yeah, hit me up. Like, I'll I'll help you write it out. We'll chop it up. I'll tell you exactly what they want to see. Oh yeah. And and that was a big thing that I noticed with Skypad was lacking. They always were trying to hit the reviewers, and we all know rev most of the time review reviewers aren't like the biggest gameplay people. And I was like, the gamers, 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 people that actually play. I was like, I just need to get this into people's hands. So I was just like, hey, would you like to try out a Skypad? Most companies would be like, okay, I'm going to send you this product, and you have to do this, this, this. I would tell people, have a Skypad. Thank you so much for letting me do this. If you, Whatever you feel that represents you as a brand, be it a review or a tweet or whatever it may be, uh, please do it. Like, but no pressure. I'm not going to hound you. And, and when I was showing that appreciation, that respect for creators, they were showing it back. They tried the Skypad. They loved the company. They loved the brand. And I love them. And, and that, that has been my, uh, sorry, you know, that, that's been my kind of key staple whenever it comes to my growth, Revosex growth, Skypad. You have to show love to receive love. 
to push that forward. Everything has to be organic. Every single Skypad content you see out there, nothing's paid, nothing's bought out, nothing's changed. I tell people, if you fucking hate the Skypad, go ahead, break it on the ground, record it. It's probably going to take a couple times for you to break it. It helps us out because it makes us look even more durable, right? True. I'm like, just, just, just do your thing with it. And at first, I was scared. I, I was like, oh, God, they're just going to run away with the bag here, right? They're just going to get me fired. I'm just going to be known as the guy just giving away free shit. I'm like, I don't want that. But I was like, I know this is going to work. Like, I know this product is going to talk for itself. So that was the main thing, reaching out to people with honesty, with a good product, and then as well, reaching out to people that already love the Skypad, showing, giving them, like, showing them appreciation. Thank you so much for using the product. You know, if you do make a sale, you know, here's some lunch money, here's some gas money for the month. Please don't do anything extra. I don't expect anything out of you. Just thank you so much for allowing me and Skypad to be a part of your brand and a part of your content creation experience. I love that. Okay, I really add like over. The, I, yeah, well, I really like the way you've done it because it, Skypad feels like a real company. When you look at companies, like you, you hit this topic just before. When uh, look, if you're a small, you're spot on. If you're a small content creator, and you get reached out by killer beef jerky, and you get a promo code, fuck it off. Don't ever fall for that because that that company is scamming you. They are using your small platform to get their name out even more. And look, you're gonna have to get ridiculous amount of sales, which I'm telling you, you won't get. And basically, they're just going to—they're getting free advertisement off your name because their payout system is awful. So, but Skypad, as you said, is legit. It feels like a real company. You've got Baz, who's all—he's a great personality, a great uh, director. He's done this—done this different kind of thing. It's like, as I said, like as he said, you know, have a Skypad, try it out. If you don't like it, fucking who cares? You—you you tried it. Thanks. For, I appreciate it. Right. So Skypad is a legit company, and I can vouch for Skypad. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't have a gun to my head by Baz right now. I'm not being paid to say this. Skypad is a legit product. I have one. I have one right. Look, I'm using at the moment. Here's a quality of life uh, thing for the stream right now. I'm using my Logitech pad, so you don't hear my mouse scraping on the Skypad because it is loud. And for those who don't know, the Skypad is a tempered glass mouse pad. It's very smooth, very smooth. But you have to watch a lot. But it's fantastic. Look at it here. I have a big head, right? I have a fucking massive head. So, and look at the size of this thing. This thing is massive. And it's, it's legit, like it's dead straight. It's a really high quality product. And I will vouch for Skypad. I love it. And sure? I have the statistics. I got my Skypad. And look, if you get a Skypad, use code BAZON, uh, B-A-Z-O-N for 10% off. What was it? No, no. Actually, what was it? We we brought on a new uh, 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 social media like artist and stuff like that, and I gave him a code. He keeps on hitting me up, and he's like, "Man, I can't get people to use the code." I was like, "Dude, you're you're the graphic designer for Skypad. Why why do you need to push your code? You already get paid, Ooh. you know, for your hard work." And so, no. It, if anything, let's go ahead and dedicate it. Uh, code Rabo. That that's the sponsor of the stream right here. Code Rabo for um for Skypad right now. Uh, I promise. R A B O, everyone. Code Rabo. R A B O. That's for ten percent off your order. Ten percent, obviously. Yeah, right here. Ten percent. I linked his Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I kind of fucked myself. I kind of, I, I jumped off the high end with that one, right? I would definitely not recommend starting at ten if you're gonna be uh, <laughs> going with a company. 
But um, hey, that's uh, twitter.com slash R-A-B-O-V-I-S-U-A-L-S. That's Rabo Visuals. So use code, yeah, use code Rabo for 10% off your order for Scarpad. There you go. I, I promise you, that's that. never gone to my head, okay? Look, yeah, well, it, just remind me, <laughs> remind me after the stream to take the pipe bomb out, out, out of your walls. And yeah, we'll that's good. Uh, yeah, good point. Now, I was going on a tangent, but I, I lost focus. Uh, yes, all right, yeah, I have the statistics. I don't have them at the, at the available, but... So, when you, if you get a scrapad, um, it's going to be weird. You're going to whiff your shots because the control needed is a lot different. But once you go through that adjustment period, I can promise you your aim will get better. If you're on an aim plateau... Get yourself a new mouse, but more importantly, get a try a sky pattern. Because no, I, you know got what? 30... No, no, no. Let's stop the cap. Okay, okay, okay. Don't stop I, the cap. No, no, no. I'll, 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 no, no. I'll send oh. you the money. Go ahead and get a fucking IKEA mouse pad, right? Get a bunga mouse, right? Still gonna shit on anybody. Like, just go ahead. Just get whatever. Use what you want to use. You Actually, don't yeah, have to use the there. scapegoat. Come on, let's let's go ahead. You don't have to have anything crazy. I get it. It's all marketing. At the end of the day, the SkyPad is a fun mouse pad to use. It's great. I personally love it. Hashtag ad. But you do <laughs> not need it. Okay. The okay, amount yeah, of right, marketing right. where people when people hit me up and they're like, I need to get a SkyPad. I'm like, no, go fuck yourself. What you need to do is you need to pay your bills. Okay, you need to go feed, get dog food, okay? You don't need a SkyPad. You want a SkyPad. Let's be honest here, okay? Um, what was it? That's the we'll one it. kind of weird side of marketing that I'm starting to learn where people are, are, are kind of fiendish in the sense of like they'll, uh, they'll drop certain morals and values for the wants over the needs. So, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, you, you, okay, yep, uh, I'll, yeah, okay. I'll take the L on that one. You're right, but... If you have no, the no, chance, if you have the, if you have the chance to, and if you're interested in Scarpad, I recommend giving absolutely. it a go. There I, we I go. Give it a go because as I was being so rudely interrupted by my guest, how dare he? Right? I have the statistics. I got a average of thirty percent increase in all my AIMLAB scores after two weeks on Scarpad. So me personally, it helped with my plateau, and uh, yeah, hashtag ad. <laughs> okay. Was it someone clipped that? Okay. I gotta send that to the owner right there. Ooh. I'll make that into a TikTok ad. I hey, free range, baby. <laughs> Put my face on everything. You have my permission. I'm so glorious. I know, I know. Look at me. Look at my neck beard, man. I'm oh, I'll I'm, know if I'm we market can use ready. that that word. What word? Use another, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Use another I'm, adjective. Look at yeah. look at my skypad face. Oh, <laughs> Right, well, speaking of uh, Skypad, I want to get into something very special, what you've all been waiting for. We're going to do the giveaway. The giveaway of the Skypad yeah, 3.0 XL mousepad. And here's a little special uh, addition. Thank you to the generosity of Baz on. Baz? 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 Mm -hmm. Thank you to the generosity of Baz. We will be Going throwing in, in arm sleeve. an arm sleeve, baby. An arm sleeve Skypad. and shipping cover. And shipping will be covered. Yeah. With with hand or without hand, it goes up to the luxury of the winner. Um, I don't even have the one with hand. So let's see who's going to win this one. Hell yes. All right, we're going to get it up. Now, I'm using Twitterpicker.com. So this is not uh, this is not like I'm choosing someone. This is all random because that's the whole point of the giveaway. So no, this is not rigged because, you know, what people when people lose giveaways, it's like, no, yeah, it's rigged. Well... Here it is. Someone's, oh, you can't really see it, but like if I put it here, 
You can see here's all the entries. There's nine pages of entries. Everyone here. And they have a criteria they have to meet. So we're going to... I'm going to bring it up. You know what? Now, now we, we are going to sit here and say, I'm going to add to it. If he draws this right here and it is a bot that gets picked, we are skipping that bot. That is true. Without a doubt. Yep. It has to be an active person. Look at this disaster. Hang on. Oh, I just realized I've got you on Discord, so like, I... sorry. The uh, yeah, look, it's it's still a um, it's still a disaster, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still getting used to this, so apologies for the the uh the bullshittery. But I I can't bring this up on stream. I'm gonna go back to new scene. I'm still learning. I appreciate everyone trying to uh, deal with me. So we'll get Baz back up. No, okay. I like that view better. All right, there we Baz go. Okay, we're going to choose. We're going to continue. Okay, we're going to click begin draw. Drum roll. Come on, Baz, give me a drum roll. I'll take it. Hit it. Hit it. All right. Congratulations to Void PCs. That's at Void PCS underscore underscore on Twitter. Let's view entry. Make sure he's to fit all the criteria. Oh shit! Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He fits all the criteria. He's retweeted it. He's liked it, and he's if commented. I follow him. That means he's real. He's real, ladies and gentlemen. Void, congratulations! You are the winner of a Skypad 3.0 XL and a uh, Skypad aiming sleeve. Uh, I'm sleeve. sleeve, which I need to get my hands on. So, congratulations to him. Uh, thank you all very much for the on. love on that that tweet. Uh, like. Don't be upset that you lost because, as I said, this is a very community-based uh, podcast and there will be more giveaways in the future. I can promise you that. I want to give back to all of you. So, con again, congratulations to Void. I'll be hitting you up in the DMs after this. So, big W. Yeah, big I already w hit him up. You hit him up? I'm that. I'm that. Yeah, I'm that he's, excited he's for him. bastards. Fuck. Awesome. All right. There's that. So, I'm going to get your document back up. Shit. Uh, Oh my god, this is a disaster. You know what? Baz, uh, let's just ask you a question. What's your favorite first-person shooter game to play right now? What's your main? My main FPS game right now is probably Twitter. That's my main FPS game right now. <laughs> Based. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt. No, I mean, I mean, it, 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 I'm, I'm at this point. I'm at this point, right, where it's like, okay, you know, I just got married, so I have to really think about my time. So I'm like, I can sit here and play this FPS game. But then I'll be sitting there. I'm like, damn, I'm really, like, having fun. But I'm like, shit, I'm wasting my time right now. Like, I, I need to, like, manage people playing FPS games right now other than actually playing it. Uh, but, like I said, if I can play Overwatch 2... That's the plan after the stream. Overwatch 2 all day. Damn, I, uh, I would wish I could play with you after stream, but I've got a uh, very busy weekend ahead of me. As soon as, uh, no, as, soon no, as this podcast ends, I'm do. instantly going to have to download the VOD. I'm going to have to render the video because I want to get this up before I go. So hopefully it'll be up today. So you're, awesome. if you're listening on podcast apps right now, this episode is like six hours old. <laughs> That's the plan, hopefully, because... Um, I'm going to be away at PAX Melbourne. Um, I'm going to be an enforcer there, so I'm going to be working as a staff member. I'm very excited about that. So uh, hopefully, I know a couple of people uh, within the Twitter community that are going there, so maybe I'll run into them. That'd awesome. be pretty cool. So that yeah, I'm going like to PAX. Client. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be in Melbourne, in the city, with all my friends. I'm very excited. 
All right. We should get the tweet up because we're going to do a Twitter Q&A for Baz. Because that is going to be... That's going to be fun. There's a lot of great questions, a lot of gotcha. silly questions, but this is what we want. Gotcha. And you had the question from yesterday, right? Or whenever it was. I'm um, just getting it up right now. I thought I had it up. I apologize. Oh my god. I'm actually starting to get embarrassed. Uh, okay, there it is. All right. So I've got a Q&A. I've got my tweet, and then I'll pull up your tweet shortly because you got more under yours. All right. Question number one from J-Style. How is he so sexy while also being a gamer? That's <laughs> He's <hard> for words. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all about the perception of what you find sexy right there. Um, but it's a lot of, uh, you know, being a gamer, it's a lot of Hot Pockets, uh, a lot of Gatorade, a lot of uh, Red Bull and Monster. Um, oh, I'd yeah. say once I, once I switched over to the Monster White, you know, uh, you know, easily 100 pounds oh, down. I think my testosterone went up. My hairline <laughs> started to go down. Yeah, after Monster White. So, yeah, absolutely. We love Monster White. Hashtag ad. <laughs> All right. How many hot dogs can you swallow, bro? <laughs> from Garth. Nah, that's Haram. That's Haram. Zero. Next question. <laughs> All right. From uh, Skelts, how did this double upon his great success? Um, I think we've already hit that that point haven't we just did twitter mm, things no 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 well, well i i can give a good answer to that Ooh, um uh, and i'm glad that skeletons kind of answered that because he's been a big help inspiration mentor everything in between where like everybody has like that person that they look up to and ask questions he is he is that guy and and i think he would agree to this point it, one one uh success you're always going to be kind of hitting at anybody in this chat what they're doing you have goals you have aspirations what you're trying to get to all i recommend is just like if you're going to do something just go ahead and be that guy you know if you if you have to be somewhere be there five minutes early you know plan out being that it, like whatever it may be Everybody needs a on-time, dependable person. So if that means that if you're doing content, if you're going to school, if you're working a job, whatever it may be, even if you have no knowledge of what you're doing, as long as you are dependable, people like to work with and help grow and help teach people that are like that. Because time goes by, people get old, they get bored, and there's always shoes to fill. So just know... If you have something, it's a marathon, not a race. One thing that I know that helped me in the building the foundation of who I was is I set a goal that I was going to meet one person on Twitter a day. And I did that every single day for like practically, it felt like a whole year back in 2020. I met a person. I talked to him in the DMs just like you, just like um, uh, Halo, just like anybody else. And that's how it is. Hey. I would say you're very, you're a very confident person. Because meeting one person a day, that's, that's big. Like, I don't think I could randomly mess with someone once a day and have a conversation with them. I'd be lost. But that, that, that's what's one of your key strengths. That's why you're so successful. It's because you're great with people. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'm definitely a lot better with the one-on-one uh, compared to like, uh, what was it? I, with, in, my, in my real life job, I, I do a lot of um, speaking in crowds. 
So, of course, I have to, like, pop the anti-anxiety medicine, kind of get into the groove, and then to get into it, kind of get jumped up. You know, it's a little bit later in the day, and, and I'm just getting over COVID, so I have this, like, really straggly monotone voice. But just, you just got to, you just got to put yourself out there and then fuck up and be cringe. Every single thing that is new in that you don't know what you're doing is cringe and people are going to make fun of you. I'm probably going to make fun of you, but as long as you're still doing it, I mean, look at Halo, you know, like he's cringe. He's always been cringe, but he's doing it big. And now, like, he's playing with a lot of great content creators. Hopefully, he gets past his goth girl stage. But, like, Halo, when he turns 18, (laughs) he has all of this, like, he has all this foundation set right now. Halo is going to be set on whatever it is. Halo is consistent in his cringe. And that's why he'll Don't forget that next uh, episode four of the podcast will be featuring Halo himself. And that is going to be a very, very yeah. interesting conversation. I'm, I'm super keen very. on that. It's either going to be great or a disaster because he's probably going to talk about Goth Girls for two hours. Let's be honest. And hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> Halo right now, hopefully not. Nah, we love Halo. Big shout out to him. That's Absolutely. I'm Halo on Twitter. I, that's I am H-A-L-O underscore on Twitter. And YouTube and everything. All right. How does he manage all his time with all his projects? That's a that's a very interesting question because I don't know how you do it. Oh, oh man, what was it? What was it? It was a couple months ago. You gotta think. So, work forty hours a week. Of course, I'm working from home, so it's not that bad. Skypad, Revosect, couple classes in college, getting ready to get married. I mean, just off the wall, like, and still trying to get my like seven eight hours of sleep. But it's like if you wake up, you see like the right there behind me. I have my whiteboard if I have any thoughts and and things like that. Um, but it takes a toll. Uh, I'm starting to learn I can't take on that many projects. But if you would like to stay motivated, sleep, the diet, a lot of copious amount of caffeine, I would not recommend it. But that's just personally how I'm getting through it right now. I'm actually getting to the point where I took two weeks off where I'm like, whoa, I'm kind of like drained. I've hit myself to the point. You know, I got married all that money gone got covid and now i'm like okay two weeks off let me just relax and now i'm like man i can't i can't do that to myself anymore so find find your balance and stick with it and then add something more each day right like to me you know back in the day all i had to do was talk to one person a day and then i built that to where i'm at right now we're talking to a lot of people a day and you've been uh, dragged into a podcast as well, so you got that to deal with. Yeah, I get, I get an annoying amount of DMs now. Like, I'm not used to this. Like, I get about about 10 to 30 DMs a day oh about God. multiple different things. I am very surprised. I am not that cool or good at anything that I do to get that many DMs, and I'm just so... I'm I'm very blessed. I'm, I like I appreciate all the love that I get. I mean, I, I had my tweet about my marriage, about me turning 27. I mean, I have so much to be uh, grateful for. So well, you've yeah, earned it. You've earned weird. all the you've earned all the respect because everyone has respect for Baz. As I said, he's the father I of the. I appreciate Amazon. that. No, every, everything that's good that has come your way, you've deserved it ten times over. I appreciate that. 
Gotcha. Well, hopefully we'll see like where this all kind of takes it. You know, it could be a crash and burn. I'm going to get that one tweet longer. Baz, fucking, <laughs> I don't know. Is Take but... a break, Reed. Yeah. Exactly. Well, look, you, you did mention before that, like, when we all start solving, it's going to be cringe, it's going to be a disaster. Well, hey, welcome to the First Person Creator Showcase podcast. It is a fucking disaster exactly. at this stage. But Rome wasn't built in a day, and it will get better. No. Sticking to it. Sticking to my guns. Like, I'm still right now, I'm a nervous little Nelly mess, but I'm trying. I'm trying my best, and I'll get better. Yeah, absolutely. All right. How does he recharge IRL? Um, uh, playing games, hanging with friends, being in discord, talking to people. And then as well, you know, I have my beautiful wife that, you know, I'm able to have like two different kind of aspects, you know, I'm on here meeting so many people, but then I have somebody that, that I rock with so much that helps me recharge, do my thing, able to joke. She makes fun of me because no one's not a lot of people are making fun of me. So I come back and then she kills my ego, makes fun of me. <laughs> I make fun of her and it is great. So, like, uh, you know, shout out, shout out to her with everything. Oh, oh, and progress on the pink sky pad. Pink sky pad should be coming out um, uh, December ish. Uh, but but yeah, but I will let everybody know we do have a um, we have a custom sky pad drop right here. Cannot talk about what it is. Custom sky pad drop ready to come out October seventeenth at this month. Ooh. And that is gonna be hype. The and design is amazing. I know all the about company it. Company we're working with. It's going to be great. So I'm excited to to show that off when that time comes. And um, Baz had did tell me before we went live what it is, and I can say you are going to love it. I am already loving it. It's, it's I'm very excited for it. I'm super keen to, for you guys to get that out. Uh, All right, yeah. let's see. Baz, let's go. All right, Arliss. Okay, shout out to Arliss. He's... Arliss is insane. I don't know how he supports Arliss so many people so much. He's a very interesting character. I, I've, I've, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I love it. Arliss is going to go I think he's great. in 2023. He's going to go nuclear. Really is. Anyway, what drives your passion for this community? And separately, what drives you to, to contribute, uh, sorry, to continue managing Skypad? Essentially, what's your motivation? Um, could you repeat that question again for me? I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, I fucking... No, 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 up. you're good, you're good. It's not even you, it's, it's me. All right. So he says, what drives your passion for this community? And separately, what drives you to continue managing Skypad? Okay, so for the community part, right, I'm going to bring you on like a little pers uh, perspective of mine. So I'm sitting here 13 to 14 years old, 15, and then growing up to 16. 2012-ish, right? I'm doing YouTube videos, right? I have my HD PVR. I have my Blue Yeti, right? I made a PowerPoint to my mother on why I needed these things, right? Literally <laughs> pu pulled up the laptop. Mom, I love this that. Is why I need this, right? And the shittiest laptop, just making it work, right? And I didn't know anything on what I'm doing. There's no Discord. Everything's on Skype. And, and you can't really go on Skype because it's like if you go on Skype, one, someone's a pedophile, or two, like they're a racist. So there's not really a lot of people that you can talk to on Skype, right? Just a lot of weirdos. Absolutely. That's Discord. Um, yeah, yeah. It probably is. Did you ever get into and, speak? And, 
Uh, I did a little bit. It just wasn't like my thing. I was never big in like CSGO. Yeah. Biggest right. point that I, I guess probably trying to make there is that like w during my time trying to create something, having the passion, having the tools and, and in retrospect probably would have been good. It's, it's good that I did it because I was able to experience a lot of life whenever I, you know, stepped away from that and was able to gain some, some texture. But I really wish I had a basin at, you know, 16, creating content, you know, having these things to, to really help me, hey, am I in the right crowd? Am I editing right? Stuff like that. And then for me, so it's almost like a, like a, little, like a little brother aspect. I know, I know people say kind of like the father, and I can't kind of see that right there, where it was always like, man, uh, one, never had a little brother, had a little sister. I love her to death. But being able to help anybody young creators, creators like yourself, to be able to, you know, just provide like a little bit of help. Like it's very random. If people hit me up, they ask me a question, I give it to them. Like I'm personally myself, I can't play with people. I don't really want to play with people. I'm like, I'm 27 years old. I, let me stay on my fucking lane. Right. I don't like weird shit online, but like, if I can just like throw some, some chips out there, help people, Hey, this is bad. This is good. It, it's kind of like me giving back to, to you know, 16-year-old Bazin, right? Wanting yeah, to figure I out how to that. do this content creation stuff. So, yeah. I like it. And, then, and that's what makes me appreciate Skypad because Skypad, in the same turn, allows me to stay connected with people like this because... It coincide, you know, being able to be on the pulse of the trigger for content and gaming and understand what makes a good content creator, how to scout those people out, who's going to be the next big thing, who to associate myself with, who's, who's negative, who's positive, and to be able to bring that back in the sky pad and be like, yeah, I know exactly what, I know what it takes, what the good quality skills are to take it to that next level of what you need. And because of that, you know, I can find new content creators. I can find new people to rock with, to talk to, or to associate with. And, you know, honestly, shout out to Skypad for allowing me to sit on this computer to do all this stuff without my wife killing me because it's like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, I just, I just paid for these fucking uh, wedding tablecloths because of Skypad. Like, no, nah, I'm going to sit on this computer. I'm going to do this thing. But... I love that little it's, thing they sent you uh, to congratulate congratulate you on your wedding. That was the sweetest thing. That's when you know you're yeah. working for a great company is when they do something. It's look, it's a small little detail, but that's it's a, it's a it makes a world of difference. It was it, no no no. It was a huge detail. Like the amount of pro, like the amount of like okay, so you have the clear sky pad. You go for someone like Rabo doing the graphic design, sitting in teams. No, we should shouldn't make it Mimi, we should make it serious, right? Like they were sitting down in, in a call, like actually trying to debate on what kind of picture that they should give me. And then at that point, go ahead, send that picture to the printing to allow it to print, to put it in a Skypad package, to pay for the shipping, to send that to my house, right? I mean, that that amount of work, and, and trust me, I, I go out of my way trying to get people custom, like Skypads, like creators and people that help the brand. That is not a small feat. So when they sent me that, like, it's, I see the logistics behind the scenes and sees what it takes. So it just made it even more just like, you know, this is crazy. It's fantastic. It's, it, as I said, it was super sweet. What, for, for the listeners, 
so Skype had sent uh, Baz a congratulatory picture, uh, frame picture, and it was just it was a nice you know, little, uh, yeah yeah he'll find it he'll bring it up. So for, that's for the the viewers that are watching this live or on YouTube, but it was um this little nice beach picture and it had two rings, um with you know uh, Baz and his wife's name and a little Skypad logo. There it is. Oh, it's, it's so nice. So you got the sunset in the background. You got the beach. You got the water. You got the rings. And a nice little note from the Skypad CEO, uh, just congratulating. It was it was very nice. So Skypad's a very very uh, personable company. That's awesome. Very. What was your reaction when you got that? Did you, do you have any idea was anything uh, like was... that was coming? No, 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 no. I like they said that they were sending a, a wedding present. I, I didn't know it was like at that capacity. Of course, I got excited. It was showing the wife. I'm like, I like this is just crazy. Like, of course, it's like a gag. It's so it's so out of the way. You wouldn't even expect it, but it, it was it was a great gift. Well, I just thought of something. Uh, a little question I just come up with on the fly. Um, obviously, you, can't, you don't want to have to go into too much detail. Like, say what you want. Tell us a little bit about your wife. Like, you know, um, what is her reaction to all of this? You know, how does she support you kind of thing? Like, if you want to go into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's such a, yeah, I've had, I've had multiple girlfriends in the sense of like, this is the first uh, person I've been with. Actually, I didn't even play video games in the last relationships, right? Most girls are like, oh, you know, whatever. I even have a computer, I didn't even play games. And, and it's so entangled in my life right now where it's like I can never see or anybody in my life could not see me in a life not connected to all of this. So, you know, to be able to have someone that understands my passions, that supports those passions, to give me the space to be able to do my thing, you know, like, honestly, that, that, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I have a ring on my finger and absolutely. Awesome. It's fantastic. Behind every great man is even greater woman. Yeah, I mean, to the point when they said, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a good woman will turn a boy into a man. You know, kind of cringe, kind of in that weird way. But, like, I, under, I, under, I, I, I understood it. It was crazy. That's awesome. That's so sweet. All right. Well, he's a, he's, this is a very good question uh, from Assign Banner. I, I don't know if I always botch his name. But uh, uh, he's in a Riversec Red, ABG. Where do you see yourself in a few years' time, or where do you hope to be by then? I, you know, I saw that question, yeah. Um, where do I see myself? Um, That's a good question. I hope not to be in the same exact spot. That's one thing. I always want progress. I always want to move forward. So if that's with Skypad, fantastic. That's at a higher level with Skypad. That's at a there's a couple like uh, positions that uh, I've been researching on my own self to be able to help to kind of put me in a more executive spot. Uh, so I would love to see that. But whenever it comes to like, be it higher level in Skypad, um, and even potentially you know working with another company, being able to bring like this kind of knowledge. You know, who, yeah. who knows at this point? I, I want to keep it so open right now. Um, but yeah. So you just go with the wind, you reckon? Yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah, yeah. Go with the wind, of course, like the degree's done, but like everything else can, um, everything else can fall in place. Yeah. But definitely, if I'm doing the same thing, if I'm doing the same thing that I'm doing right now in a year, I'm going crazy. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. 
uh, small goals are something that's super important that everyone should be uh doing yeah oh my computer's had a fit sorry i my just lost my train of thought there because my computer just had a absolute meltdown for some reason but we're back everything decided to minimize all right so um oh i want to read out the main questions but like that's not very okay uh, okay there you go how to come up with the name COVID? oh and then one um <laughs> shit um that's a long one it's from senators crazy how with time technology of hardware uh for example better mice keyboards higher refresh rate monitors and software game development got better games that were prized back then for high mechanical skills and like quake that would benefit from higher refresh rate or more precise mice now get shunned for being for sweaty nerds that need to touch grass or whatever uh and low actual mechanical skill wait what's he talking about huh what's your hair care routine beard included <laughs> sorry um... i don't know what the fuck that was I just had a... No, no, no. I think... Oh, I need more sleep. I think, uh, if anything, is probably more of a statement. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, for, for him. Uh, but, uh, hey, there is no routine. Just, like, just grow out the beard, keep it there, trim it up. That's it. No. Hell yeah. Uh, we we were making fun of my neck beard in the pre-show. I am lacking. Please, for please, those listening, please get that off. Yeah, I know. Baz has a nice little beard there. He's a very handsome man. He's a very handsome bo- uh, little boy. Thank you. He needs to grow up a bit. He's a bit too blonde, but... You want dark yeah, yeah, hair, buddy. <laughs> Not a little Appreciate boy anymore. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Correlation between aim training and in-game effects. Now, this is a spicy one. This is a very controversial mm-hmm. one, actually, because there's a lot of differing I, 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 I have a straightforward answer for this. I, I, treat, I treat it right here of... Um... I, I treat it right here, like with working out, right? And this is why benchmarks are so fantastic. Where if you go to the gym and you work out for nine hours a day, you're going to see no results, right? You're going to tire yourself out. You're not going to be effective, right? But you go into the gym 30 minutes, 30 an hour, right? Even an hour is pushing it, depending on what you're doing, especially on what you're trying to maximize, right? But like if you are able, to use some kind of tool to cut down maybe time like you go into a game of course at the end of the day you can play your game play your game get better like that if a game has an in-house like aim training even better in the aspect right but if you just want an overall you hop in there you find what your weak points are you just kind of add on to that it's the same thing that a lot of people, what they recommend, like a lot of the coaches at Revosect, you know, 15 minutes a day, 15, 30 minutes a day, treat it like a workout. Just like if that's something, you know, like if you're casual Joe Blow, you know, like you can do it, but like what are you doing it for if you just want to be on top and be the best? I personally think it's a great way just to keep that uh, blade sharp. But at the same time, let's be honest, like uh, a lot of times game knowledge is going to trump a lot of things so if you're just sitting there again on aim lab nine hours a day of course you're gonna be cracked out on aim lab but you're not gonna be good at the game but if you need a workout if you need a warm-up and to actually know what specific things that you're lacking on because that's the thing people will find a scenario and play that certain scenario because they really enjoy it and they're really good at it 
and it can be really good, but it's probably really good to figure out what are your weak points so you can kind of like figure that out. What's going down, you know, have someone to review it, have good friends. I mean, I personally am not going to get too deep into that right there because as a low-tier shitter myself, but I've heard and, and worked with so many fantastic aim training coaches and how they implement it, how they actually prove it, how they, because I mean, hey, that's what they get paid for. If they, if they can't help show improvement, um, like they're not going to get paid. You're really spot on with that because um, you, you mentioned game knowledge. Game knowledge is so crucial. Like you can aim train all you want, but if you don't have game knowledge, it's not going to correlate at all. Like uh, take me for example, right? I've done a, a decent amount of aim training and I, I could say with confidence that I'm, I, I'm pretty good with aiming my weapon in a video game, right? But what holds me back is I do not have any game sense whatsoever. I am a chimpanzee with a gun, and I run and I shoot what I see. I have no brain, or I have no brain. And yes, uh, you can aim train. That will help you in game. There is a correlation there. Uh, like for example, my my static clicking was terrible. Did that? Uh, I it was I hated doing that name way because it really humbled me. It's like I had dog shit at this, but I kept trying, kept trying. And now my static clicking is a lot, a lot better. So yes, there's a correlation uh, between aim training and in-game. But again, game knowledge is so important. You really hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Um, but Rappos, uh, like in the Twitch chat right here, um, would you be able to elaborate on your question a little bit more? Like what are my thoughts on the Asian aim community? Um, obviously, as someone that's not a part of the Asian aim community, I don't really feel like that's my certain place to have a critique on on their community, uh, if, if that makes sense. Because, uh, but at the same time, I I know so many fantastic people from the AIM community or or Asian players from the Asian region. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep it like that. Uh, like, did you do something to grow it? Absolutely not right now no 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 erpa like erpa has a code erpa has been someone that i've watched for the longest time i found like well i've been watching erpa for the longest time and 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 how i kind of got attached with him is that erpa uses a shinnenkai it's a very fast artisan pad one of my favorite pads and i switched to sky pen i know like this is fantastic and that's how i knew i i, I emailed him and i'm like hey you don't know me, but like I think this mouse pad, you would love to use it, and then boom, like he he loves it. He's fantastic. I love talking to him. But they, I would actually but, send but, you yeah, it, stuff. I need to get onto it. But but Amers Amers right now is a fantastic uh, like in the uh, what was it in the like the Asian like Korean Japanese. Um, don't know if they have any Chinese players, but like they they are doing it fantastic, and their managers are wonderful. I talk to them um, a lot, and they're doing a lot of great things. So if it's anybody doing a really good job for the Asian aim training community, it's going to be aimers. That's with the Z, with the plus. There you go. They are aimers. Is um, it's a really interesting org. I've been following that. I've been like, oh, just getting into their content. It's very impressive mm -hmm. stuff. Okay, here's okay. This is a question I'm really excited to tell you, uh, ask you because um, I relate to this. So SNXP says, "What's next for Skypad?" And he's got a what? He's got a um another question, a follow up question. So 
what's next for Scrapyard? We'll start with, start off with that. So the main thing we have for our bread and butter uh, with the Skypad 3.0 has been fantastic. Uh, like compared to 2.0 with the amount of returns, a lot of people are fantastic. We love it. We have things that you know we're looking into with research and trying to do right now of course i'll, I'll go ahead and keep that on a hush hush out of respect for you know not only for skypad but all the hardworking people with skypad just know we are working every single day there's not like i i know a lot of things are very quiet we kind of keep it that way but we are working every single day be it on small projects here and there no not a skypad fucking desk pad okay <laughs> the shipping is horrible on that, that would be a disaster i could imagine me just getting mad at water and smacking my table and the entire thing just shattering but hey it's tempered glass why not all right um yeah so building on that question as well any new skypads coming out maybe something to help with humidity messing up tracking on the glass pad I get this a lot. I get issues with um with humidity on my Skypad and I get stuck. Is there any way to combat mm -hmm. that? Like, is there any kind of material? Because I have no idea. Yeah, that's a great question right there. I know there's been a lot of people in the Discord that have talked about that. It's, it's, it's like one of those things of that we are like actively trying to take note of like any small complaints and everything like that. Uh, I, I've seen people talk about certain things because... I'm an official spokesperson, and we do not have a official kind of thing for it. I can't really talk about that right now. Just know, like, issues like that is something that's on our whiteboard that we're talking about, trying to figure out, you know, whenever it comes to, you know, moving forward, always improving, delivering the high-quality uh, products that people hopefully know from Skypad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, I can vouch for Skypad. I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan of their product. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to have to wrap this bitch up. It's been an excellent show. Um, look, I it will really I, I will apologize. My, um, I'm not all there today. I'm not feeling 100%, and neither is Baz. But I feel like we're still pumped that out of COVID. Uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, I, have, I had COVID not long ago, and it was also... It, How long it, did I we hit for? What was that? How long did we hit, uh, hit for right now? Um, like an hour and some change? About an hour and a half, yeah, hour and a half. The actual pod. Okay, I'll take that's, that. That's awesome. We'll take that. Um, again, look, apologies. The the cadence and the flow might have been a bit um, touch touch and go here and there. I do apologize. Um, look, I, as uh, I said, the podcast is new. Great time. Uh, I really appreciate 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 everyone's patience with me. I promise that you know in the future this will be a, a much higher production quality. I'll be more confident with what I'm saying. There'll be a bit more structure. So please bear with me, and if you've listened this whole way, I really, really appreciate you. Your support and your, everything you do means the world to me. Again, I've had a few people reach out, have said some nice things, and that's what's really driving me to continue this. I will get better, and we're all going to improve from this. Like As I said, I want this podcast to blow up because I want everyone to have their piece of the pie. It's as simple as that. I want to bring everyone up. I'm a big pe uh, people person. Again, thank you all very much. You appreciate appreciate. Uh, sorry, you, <laughs> sorry. I appreciate everything. Um, so, guys, I want you to plug away. Give me everything you got. This is your chance to just promote the fuck out of yourself. Gotcha, gotcha. Right here. Well, for me, of course, Basin BTW. Find me on any social media platform: to TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, whatever it may be. 
Gonna continue, keep on doing my thing. Don't plan on going anywhere. Have some amazing projects in the way in the sense of RevoSect, in the sense of my personal brand, and then especially with Skypad right now. Like I said, please be excited. The custom uh, Skypad's gonna be dropping in October. Gonna have more official oh, yeah. information. You heard it here first on the podcast. Ooh. And um, it's, it's just, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fantastic. I, I cannot wait for it. Awesome, dude. That's awesome. All right, everyone. Uh, we're going to wrap it up in a minute. Uh, I just want to, again, plug. Uh, at, so follow me on all my socials. That's at FPCS Podcast on Twitter. Um, this uh, show is streamed live every weekend. Look, it has been Friday nights, uh, NA Friday nights, but I might be switching that to Saturday nights for you guys, which will be my Sunday mornings because I like to work on Saturdays. That overtime pay. Come on, I've got to chase a bag. You can respect that. Um, so yeah, every yes. weekend there will be a podcast streamed on my Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace. That's A-E-S-S-I-E-M-E-N-A-C-E. And also at Aussie Menace TTV on Twitter. Um, Twitter's huge. Uh, I have a lot of... Um, a lot of my focus is driven towards Twitter. Uh, I have a really good community on there. And again, Baz... Baz, thank you very much for being on this program. Um, look, I, I've said it, I said it earlier... Had a great time. I would not be here without you. It was a great convert. I would not be here without you. Everything you've done for me, everything you've done for the community is just insane. I cannot thank you enough. We all cannot thank you enough. And I really hope that, you know, in the future when this podcast is more established and I have a a better structure that we can run this back. Yeah, no, without a doubt, when you finally get the the RevoSec podcast and you get all the guys on here making fun of each other, I'm gonna be on here. Hell Absolutely, yeah. you're not gonna have you're not gonna have that without me right there. So I can't oh, wait. Yeah. I'll be the moderator, the voice of reason. Voice but of uh, reason. no, no, I I appreciate you bringing me on, buddy. I do. I had a good time. This, this has been great. And um, yeah, next time we'll be feeling better, so we'll we'll smash out some more questions, a bit more structure, but you know. All right, everyone, thank you very much for watching, uh, being here in the stream. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching this far. Thank you, everybody. Everyone on the podcast apps, much appreciated. You know, share this around. Rate me five stars on iTunes, Spotify, all that. And if you rate me five stars on uh, iTunes, I'll be reading the uh, iTunes reviews. So that's a little thing. So if you want to leave a nice little note, if you want to plug away your stream, whatever, rate five stars on iTunes and I'll read it out. It's as simple as that. Anyway, thank you all very much for watching and listening. I appreciate the fuck out of all of you. Again, thank you, Baz, for being my third guest. This has been fantastic. Uh, Again, thank you very much, buddy. I I love and appreciate you all. Have an excellent evening. Peace out. See you guys.